Good afternoon, it's four o'clock on the button. Wednesday, the 15th of September, 2021. This is our After Show Book Club, After School Book Club, show number 27. All the right words there, but not in the right order. Overall, folks, this is our 159th live show. And wow, isn't there some great news this afternoon? listening to Maria and Russell. This is the After School Book Club on LearnRadio.net. And a very good afternoon to you listeners. Wow, we just can't wipe the smile off our faces this afternoon, I have to say, my goodness. And if I just put my camera on, you can see how much we're smiling. We're really smiling. There's some great news. Check your news feeds, folks, if you want to find out what's going on. I know we're just delighted. We won't tell you why. You can work that out for yourselves. But excellent. Welcome to our book club show number 27. Amazing. We are live this afternoon across all the platforms. The uh, website had a little hiccup and a burp. It's probably chomping on too much chocolate, Maria, I think the website has gone down over chocolate we have over chocolatated uh, the website so it's a little uh, grumpy this afternoon but i have published some extra links for you on uh, tweet on twitter on tweet deck so you can uh, look at that and on facebook as well if you want to go there as well there's some extra links there if you have any problems but at the moment the website looks okay and i'm sorry if you're having any difficulties enjoying us live this afternoon uh, it is good to have your company with us thank you so much i our co-host is maria wojciechowska kanida and there she is that she has also stocked up admirably on chocolate. What have you got there, Marie? I've got some chocolate buttons. Why this is, is the that the choice? It is just the it's choice. It's the third packet no. I've had to replace since three days ago because you just can't stop. Can you? Do you have backup chocolate? I have uh, Cadbury's um, uh, caramel. Shouldn't mention their name really because we we tried to t- tweet them, folks, but we got nothing back. I had to go and buy my own chocolate. I was hoping they might send us a bar or something or pop a few pennies into the coffers, but no, alas, no. Um, so we're doing it ourselves. But it is a delicious brand, and of course, it goes with the title itself because there's a nice bit of a theme there. Book chocolate, book chocolate. You can see what's going on there. It's a fantastic title. We absolutely love it, uh, folks. We'd love to hear from you this afternoon. We're across Instagram. If you want, just look for Learn Radio Live on Instagram. Instagram. The show page is easy peasily found. Just go to the After School Book Club on learnradio.net or click on the book club button at the top of the page there. Tech services up and running 07860026400. If you'd like to send us a text message, we'd love to read a message from you if that's handy for you. Or you can write on the contact padlets on the show page there, learnradio.net forward slash the great choco plot. All one word, and you can see that. And a couple of people have written there. Lorraine, hello, good afternoon to you. Thank you so much. And Rachel is joining us a little later on. I think we've got Jamie with us, and we've got some folks uh, with Casey as well. So keep those messages coming. Love to give you a shout out on the show folks now last week's show still available to listen to again we entertained the wonderful rachel delahaye at her book mort uh, the meek and we absolutely loved that the raven's revenge just head to our show page good title wasn't it Mary? we thoroughly enjoyed that fabulous she Absolutely gave us, fabulous. She gave us a good interview as well and a lovely reading as well. Uh, no pressure there, Chris. He's in the green room, folks, chomping on his own bar of chocolate there. Uh, he'll be out with us in just a second as well. So if you want to go to that, learnradio.net forward slash Mort the Meek. The show page is just there. You'll find everything on there as well. See that's there. Everything's going on. Now, this uh, week's title is, of course, The Great Choco Plot by Chris Callahan. And we've had seriously had to stock up for uh, for this show with lots of snacks. We've just seen as well. We, we absolutely love it didn't we Maria it was a great book isn't it it was just brilliant I mean I had to I had to eat chocolate while I was eating it because on on a few of the pages there's a little chocolate block and I thought well if that's the permission there you go which is why I had to stock up for so many times oh absolutely it's absolutely stunning there's everything's on the show page there as well and if you want to get in contact with Twitter uh, we find him on Twitter that's on the show page isn't it Maria together with lots of other stuff there as well 
It is. There's some wonderful things. And there's a, a brilliant Guardian article as well that we'll be sharing with you later on in the show. Mm, absolutely. He's written for a really good newspaper. And he's, I mean, it was, can you just imagine Guardian readers t- telling them to eat chocolate whilst reading? I mean, it's great, isn't it? Can you imagine? Did they spell the word chocolate right? That's. I want to look at the article and see if they got that one right. I know he's laughing in the uh, studio there as well. I love them. It's a lovely newspaper. And there's a direct link on the show page there as well, uh, folks. Time to get him out, I think, and introduce him to our audience. What do you think, Maria? I think it's time. You do the introduction, I'll get the applause. Well, here we go. Welcome to the show, Chris. We are ready for you. We are indeed. And here he is. There we are. Welcome. Hello, sir. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you very much for the invite. Lovely to be here. Pleasure. We haven't overdone it, have you? I'm just letting us know. I mean, do let us <laughs> no. know if you think we've ever done it. Oh, but, I love it. Love right, it. So, we've got, I'm just, let's go around it. so welcome to the show. It's really good to see this. There may be some crumbly noises. Some rustling. Yeah, yes, rustling. and don't forget, folks, take your photograph of your chocolate whilst you're enjoying the show and pop those pictures on the Padlet if you'd like to do that. We'd love to read those and give you a shout out on the show. Keep that coming as well. Thanks so much indeed. Uh, just pat Perhaps, uh, Chris, introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about the books that you've written, as well as this amazing title. We are, I mean, it's just gorgeous. It even smells like chocolate. How did you do that as well? Uh, Maria's the expert on the s- scratch and sniff. I mean, it's good, isn't it? it really, it's really good at chocolate. It's, oh, it's yes. because of the suggestive colour and everything, and then mm, the pictures That's of it. chocolate on the outside. It's it, tall, tall in your head. It is indeed. Anyway, introduce yourself to our lovely learner listeners today, please. Right. Well, yes, hello. My name's Chris, and um, I mean, I've, I've written this story about, about chocolate, about the end of chocolate, uh, which is a terrible, terrible thought. But, um, but even for a long, long time, I've always been a writer. Um, I've always enjoyed writing stories. I've just uh, been part of stories, listening to stories, watching stories. But I've done lots and lots of other things as well. I've, I, you know, I've had normal jobs, as you'd maybe say. I've been in the, in the Air Force, in the military, and then I, I got interested in environmental issues. So I spent a lot of time going into factories and um, helping them with that wow. environmental you know problems or trying to help them improve their systems and things i used to spend a lot of time up on factory roofs uh, measuring pollution often in the rain in the northeast um wow. you know but um you know so it, it was always fun you get you get a very different view of the world when you're up on factory roofs you know nobody knows you're up there you don't think they'll look up on top of the roof but quite often on a factory there will be somebody up there somewhere maybe just measuring pollution so next time you wander by have a little look up there but um but, oh yes i got to say inside lots and lots of factories you know factories that made crisps and cars and and money and things like that so i've so i've always had a, a very inquiring mind so it's quite nice to visit all the nooks and the crannies of places like this but um wow. but i've always just enjoyed writing and i wrote this story uh for my daughter as a christmas present that's all it was meant to be at first um just a, a present to make her giggle at bedtime and um, and it got picked up by a publisher, and it and I suddenly ended up in a whole different world of books and publishing. And um, and I've, after the Great Chocobot, I've I've just released a whole series for reluctant readers that's in schools called Shinoi and the Chaos Crew. Mm. Um, so those have just been released out into the world. So it's been it's been great, you know. After a lot of hard work getting them out, um, you know, hopefully, you know, now that schools are back in you know full operation for now hoping that um some children in schools find the adventures of shinoi and the chaos crew as well so so yes i mean lots lots to talk about and um you know i've probably got everybody's tummies rumbling just with the thought of chocolate straight away so i'm sorry about that it is tea time you have worked on a crisp factory for goodness sake (laughs) i mean that would have been very difficult because of course we can quietly but crisps are, oh, that's a little hard to do in the studio i have to say but excellent just just hearing from you and looking at the book makes me want to, mm, some more chocolate uh, let us know how much you're enjoying the chocolate as well uh, maria what's the show page title again thanks very much russell now don't forget viewers that we're totally live today and chris will be taking your questions throughout the show and we'll have a live reading for you later on if you can um just um just hold off on that chocolate just for one moment now everything you needed on the show page just head to learnradio.net forward slash the great 
Choco Plot. Love that title. It's wonderful. And there you'll find the Padlets or Post-it notes. Just click on that pink circle with a plus key, pop your name, first names only, please, unless you're an adult, and click on the box below and write your question when you're ready on the background, and we'll approve it for the show. So, Russell, I think we're ready for our first question. I, I think we are as well. Now, I'm going to ask you just to read a tiny bit from the book, not your actual reading, but that's an interesting bit. There's a... Now, there are countdowns throughout the book on some of the chapter um, headings, which I think is just incredibly clever. We've seen this a couple of times. I absolutely love it. And it's the Choco Choco Poll app. <laughs> Choco Poll app, I think. You could say it better. It's a news app anyway. It's a stroke of genius. I think it's really clever. It's like bringing um, extra comments into, oh, thank you. So that's exactly what we want there. The countdown to the Chocopocalypse, uh, which I think is just great. Now, my favourite news uh, bullet- bulletin is on page 57. And I wonder if I could trouble you, please, if you could just run through those two stories because I am still laughing today about that. <laughs> could you just run that through me as well? I just love it. Sure, sure. Well, yes, I mean, the chocopocal the chocopocal app and i mean i just i just enjoy playing around with the words so it you know it, 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 i wanted it to be a contemporary story so there's got to be an app involved in mm. there somewhere hasn't there so an app seemed quite appropriate and a countdown so it has a countdown to the chocopocalypse and on this occasion it is three days 23 hours 59 minutes and two seconds that's the countdown to when chocolate is going to cease to exist forever so it's a fairly important countdown to the end of chocolate so this this news alert is the chocopocalypse news the chocopocalypse crisis helpline dealing with public concerns has been criticized for taking advantage of people by charging £2.50 per minute for calls a further helpline has been set up for those wanting to complain about this calls cost £3.50 per minute The winners of today's British Formula One Grand Prix sprayed themselves with chocolate milkshake instead of champagne. Horrified onlookers heckled and booed the podium after seeing the extravagant waste. Later, the race winner, Gemstone Bottom, said, I'm so handsome, I can get away with anything. Love it. I'm just laughing. I'm so laughing about that. It's just hilarious. And it's so true. And that's satire, young folks. If you want the definition of satire, it's there. It's right there, staring you in the face. Uh, I love it. Absolutely love it. It's so clever and it's funny and it has a wit and a sense of humour. Where did you get the idea for that, Chris? Uh, for the whole idea yeah for the app for the app idea in the, there in there the really app. good yeah. yes right yeah well it, it because the whole story is told from the point of view of, of jelly who's the main character her name's jennifer but everybody calls her jelly um and her family but because this was a global crisis you know i wanted other little snippets to kind of come through and i thought at first maybe you know seeing the news in the background or then watching the tv with the news but then i thought an app it's a it's it's something that everybody uses we've all got them on our phones and i think you know as soon as something like this would happen you would get an app and i love the idea of a countdown to the to the end of chocolate because that gives the story a bit of drama a bit of structure as the countdown decreased so i wanted this kind of almost ticking away Mm. in the background and then i thought well they would have news headlines as well little snippets about it and it was just a good way of sneaking lots and lots of different things into it that was separate from jelly's story and i think it just breaks the story up and just it was a good excuse just to have a, a bit of fun along the way as well I love it, Mr. Bottom. I love it as well. And the spraying of, what a waste of chocolate. Yes, never mind the champagne we're chucking over everyone. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. It's hilarious. And I'm still smiling at that particular one as well. Maria, you have another question for us. What do you have for us? Thank you, Russell. I mean, that would be, can you imagine? Can you imagine if that was going to happen? You know, chocolate milkshake everywhere. Brilliant. Mm. Now, Chris, there's a science experiment project running through the story. And one of the success criteria is for the students to get the most views and likes. And we thought this was terribly clever. We love this. Now, what made you use this in an educational setting? Right. Well, yes. I mean, again, that was was another idea. You know, at the time when I wrote this for my daughter, she was, um, you know, doing science experiments and things like this. And I thought, well, again, I wanted it to be contemporary, you know, and I know young people are very, very involved in social media and YouTube and all those kind of things. And, And we do live in a world where those likes 
and retweets are, are very important and you know i think sometimes they shouldn't be important but especially i think um you know young people especially and you know maybe people like me with you know, author egos we like a few likes as well but um mm. but um so i just thought that um, introducing this into the story it it, it gives the a reason for why this scientific experiment would happen but then later on in the story how how this whole idea of the of the experiment does does become much more important won't obviously won't talk about anything like that but um it i very much wanted it to be contemporary and i thought this is it and, and i think young people do have you know genuine excitement or concerns as well about likes if they don't get enough likes it's a worry and jelly is a bit of a worrier you know she worries about the end of chocolate and she does worry about all those likes so you'll need to read the story to find out if that does pay off Absolutely. And it's really important as well, Russell, is to, to tell people things as well, you know, not just to like, but to actually tell them how important oh, absolutely. something is. That's just a, a yeah. number. It, it's, it should be a bit more than that as well. I, I loved it. I thought it was contemporary. It was just here and now. And I loved it. And I think you, you spoke to, well, a, a growing number of people. And I thought it, it's beautiful, a lovely way of doing it. Thank you. We just have to, had to ask you about it. Now, in the book, uh, the government issue, I love this one as well, issue rations of chocolate. I mean, it's lovely. It's if you, and I thought it was a lovely parallel with some of the things they've sent through the post recently a lovely parallel with that as well and i wonder what put you onto that idea right well um well when i thought when when a global crisis happens i mean you know being in the military you know i know that there's always background dealings there's always people planning for for worst case scenarios so i thought that you know maybe somewhere there is a, a stash of chocolate a secret supply of chocolate <laughs> that we just don't know about it's ready there just for emergencies you know if, if the world was working right we would have all these things backed up somewhere so i thought that releasing these you know when rationing was happening all the terrible things people fighting over chocolate and all the things that were happening that this might be a, a good way of, of a compromise you know that they were going to get these disaster bars uh, dished out into the post and that would potentially be the very last bar of chocolate that anybody would ever eat um so i think like, i would like to think there's always some contingency plans some background planning for worst case scenarios there isn't always though i think as we've found out but um you know in my head in my head i like to think that the you know at least somebody's wise enough to think ahead so that's how that came about love it i think it's just absolutely splendid now you've very kindly agreed to read uh, from the book as well and i'd perhaps like to um ask you to do that now so ladies and gentlemen oh well have you decided what you're going to read from us today what you're going to read and we'll follow it in our books because lots of our listeners have have got copies of the book so right tell us what page okay, yes i'm going to read going to read from page 94 okay so it's a it's a little bit further on but it's mm. it's not it's not something that's going to give too much away so if i can give you a little introduction yes. to this yes please um, do so uh, the, the book starts off with uh, this idea, this announcement that the choc apocalypse, the end of chocolate, is going to happen in six days. I mean, if I read out the very first line, the first line in the book starts off with, in six days, there will be no more chocolate in the world ever. So there's this announcement, and it's on a bit of a, an unusual program. It's not on a news program, but it's on a pro. it's called The Seven Show. And any similarities between any program that's on at seven o'clock is purely coincidental but it's one of these magazine type programs so at first everybody takes it with a bit of a pinch of salt it can't be true this idea chocolate running out the end it just seems so crazy but after a few days things do start going wrong people do start running out of chocolate there's queues outside chocolate shops there's queues outside supermarkets so we're picking up a few days later and in this we've got jelly who's the main character and her mum works in a supermarket she works the night shift at a supermarket and there's dad dad's uh, will make it a, an appearance and he's unemployed at the moment he's been made redundant from his work at the, at the port where they they used to deliver all the chocolate because they're in a place called chompton which is a, a huge chocolate town it's almost the center of the chocolate universe and we'll meet gran as well gran lives very nearby and um, but things have got so bad that they've even had to close the school so jelly's got a day off so we're going to read this from page 94 and it's a few days after the announcement of the choc apocalypse what a night i had last night said mum when jelly got up late the next morning ready for her day off school mum had just come in from work and she looked exhausted 
It's like the end of the world. There are security guards on the confectionery aisle now, and they've got those taser things. Taser things? asked Jelly. Yeah, you know, guns that shoot out wires and give you an electric shock. Jelly shook her head. The world's going bonkers, she thought. Oh yes, said Mum. If you cause any bother on the confectionery aisle in my shop, you'll be, uh, you'll be electrocuted. Has anyone been electrocuted yet? Seven people, including Darren from the fish counter, and he was only trying to break up a fight over a party pack of chompy chocks. We've had to close the whole pick and mix section down. It was just too dangerous. Jelly tutted and peered into an empty cupboard looking for some breakfast. I spent hours on the phone and the internet trying to find more chocolate for the shop, Mum continued. But there's none. Once the supermarket is empty, that's it. I wouldn't be surprised if I get there tonight and we're not selling any chocolate at all. I'll be quite relieved, to be honest. But, but, stuttered Jelly. Realising that this wasn't just talk on the telly anymore, this was really happening. But we have the most chocolate in the world in Chompton. We have the big chocolate, which is the big warehouse full of chocolate. Mum nodded. Well, none of it's coming to my supermarket, that's for certain. It's like a plague of locusts have gone from one shop to another on a chocolate rampage, panic buying. I've even heard the hospital is full up with people who've eaten too much chocolate. They're calling it a lot of chocolatis. She opened and closed various cupboard doors. There's probably nothing in here either. Yep, it looks like we're out of chocolate. And if what they're saying is true, no more chocolate for the Wellingtons ever. She slammed another cupboard door and wrenched open the biscuit tin, shaking her head at a few custard creams and some malt biscuits that nobody likes. And there's talk about job cuts happening next week, she said, clattering the biscuit tin back in the cupboard. And you can bet your backside I'll be the first on that list. Anyway, I'm sick of chocolate. I'm glad it's gone. It was nothing but trouble. We'll all be better off, off without it. I never want to see another chocolate thing in my life. Dad walked in with a bourbon cream half hanging out of his mouth. Mum swiped it off him like a tiger. What the? said Dad. Mum threw the biscuit in her mouth and closed her eyes and chewed frantically. <coughs> groaning like it was the most wonderful thing in the world. <coughs> then she opened her eyes and went bright red. I'm really sorry, she says. I shouldn't have done that. We should have shared it. And then she turned on Jelly's dad. What were you doing with a chocolate biscuit anyway? I just grabbed a couple to have with my coffee. I didn't realise it was against the law. A couple, squeaked Jelly. You've had the last two chocolate biscuits, screeched Mum. He held up another bourbon. No, this is the last one. This time, Jelly snatched it off him. We'll do this properly this time, okay? We'll split it three ways. That's not fair, said Dad. Old Biscuit Snatcher here had most of the last one. Yeah, and you had the rest. I'll have half, said Jelly, and you two can have a quarter each. What about your gran? asked Dad, and got one of Mum's looks. Why'd you have to bring her into this? There's little enough as there is. We'll split it into quarters, okay? Now Jelly pulled open a kitchen drawer and grabbed a plastic ruler. She laid the biscuit on a chopping board and used the ruler to measure out quarters, scoring the biscuit with a knife. Mum and Dad watched with their tongues sticking out. It, it might crumble a bit, said Jelly, and she sliced through the biscuit with a thud. Half of it shot straight up into the washing up bowl, which was full of last night's dirty dishwater. The other half escaped through an open window. Dad rushed out into the garden. It's gone down the drain, he yelled. Mum fished around in the washing up bowl before lifting out the mangled and sodden biscuity remains. Anyone want it? She asked. Jelly and her dad shook their heads in disgust and then watched in disbelief as Mum licked the mess off her fingers. Morning all, said Gran, walking in. Look what I found. She held up half a loaf of bread and a jar of chocolate spread. Chocolatey toast, anyone? 
and what followed was the best breakfast ever. So you can imagine after a few days, everybody is starting to panic and worry and fight and scramble over those last bits of chocolate. So that's a question you've got to ask yourselves. If you had a last bit of chocolate, you know, would you share it with somebody else or would you eat it all for yourself? Or, you know, if you were, if you would share it, who would you share that with? So that's what kind of happens in this story. Everybody starts really panicking when this happens. Love it. Oh, that Chris, that was brilliant. I was right. chuckling. So there's something about when you hear an author read. Um, I mean, I was just chuckling out loud while eating my chocolate butter at the same time, you know, just munching along there. Oh, that was just absolutely brilliant. Thank you so much. Now we're back after this, folks, to chat more about this amazing book, The Great Chocoplot. I'm trying to rub the crumbs, the chocolate crumbs <laughs> off, my, off my book. Sorry, listeners. Now you've got a few moments to write on our show padlet. Just head to learnradio.net forward slash the great chocoplot to find today's show page and pop us a message on the padlet. Click on that pink circle with a plus. Put your first name in the top box and your question or comment below. And when you're happy with the text, just click on the background and we'll approve it. And here we go. This is going to take some of us back. It's our first music track for the show and it's Graham Stokes with the track that inspired that Cadbury chocolate advert from 1985. Oh, loving that song, my goodness, 1985, uh, Graham Stokes, they're only the love. Oh, lovely track there. By far my favourite station. You're the best. Oh yeah. I love you guys. This is Learn Radio Live. Want to see some more of us? Head over and meet us on Instagram. Uh, lovely don't forget if you want to find us on instagram we are learn radio live find us like us message us and tell folks how much you enjoy our shows and spread the word it's the only way uh, we can get more viewers and more listeners we'd absolutely love it now looking at the padlets thank you so much indeed uh, for your comments as well on the main show page simon's been in contact photograph of his book there uh you've pulled off another great book this week reread this one as a class before the summer and my year six class loved it have a great show simon thank you so much indeed maria what do you have there thank you russell lorraine says she's here with my chocolate and looking forward to the show yes i had a little bit of a coughing fit there you see i (laughs) I put the chocolate buttons as far away as possible and then i choked trying to reach an, an extra one Sorry about that, but yeah, Reed, thank you, Lorraine. We're here with our chocolate as well. It what is. Else, and, and there's another one, a picture of a chocolate bar. This is a one pound special offer. That's all I can see there as well. It says ready and listening. Now, it's obviously from a chocolate bar. You didn't put your name in the top box there. I'm just thinking who that might be. Could it be Lorraine? Could it be someone else? Anyway, own up to that, folks, If and show us what you've got left of it, of your dairy milk there as well. This show's not sponsored by Cadbury's. We did give them an opportunity to do that, folks, but they declined. Well, they didn't. They just didn't reply. Anyway, keep that bag still please <laughs> really good thank you so much for your now uh questions for chris on the padlet there maria where do you want to start thank you very much well lorraine has mentioned she's in awe of our choice of music very appropriate and a good song too oh, and she you. says she loves the book it's so fun <clears throat> excuse me she's it's so funny and not only that but it has so many themes you could bring out in schools well done, Chris. A great idea and well read too. Absolutely, Russell. Oh, we really enjoyed oh, that. He's, really. he's a good reader. Yeah. Always get the artist to read if you can. Uh, the author is just has he or she has a special a special interest and an investment in the book. I think that's it, and it's just remarkable. Jamie's been on as well. My mummy has bought me this book. We know Jamie because we heard all about it earlier in the week, and I'm loving it. Jamie says, "I'd like to know if you have ever kept your own weeds, Chris, and Ooh. if not." Where did you get the idea from? Thank you, Jamie. <laughs> um, I, I think it's quite easy to acquire weeds, isn't it? Um, yes, I've, I've certainly had more than my fair share. But um, yes, I mean, I mean, the idea, I think the idea originally came from because there was one time I was out in the garden with my wife and daughter and I was in charge of pulling out the weeds. But instead of pulling out the weeds, I pulled out proper plants, proper flowers. And I couldn't really tell the difference between what is the plant you're supposed to keep and what is a weed because you do sometimes get weeds with little flowers on so after that i was i was banished from weeding which isn't a bad thing to be so i just thought after that you know i tried to to, to make the dad it's the dad that you may be referring to there but his weed goes out and waters his weeds so i think well 
Uh, you know, he maybe doesn't know the difference between weeds and flowers either. And weeds do grow very quickly. So I think he thinks he's doing such a good job watering and looking after these plants. He doesn't know that they're weeds, but everybody else doesn't really want to tell him because he's so proud of them. So I think that's it's so that's basically based on my experiences of garden gardening. But that's a great question, Jamie. Yeah, no, thank you very much for that. Well done indeed. Uh, Maria, what else have you got there? Thank you very much. So we've got Casey and Thierry. Our medic Thierry is always eating chocolate and chocolate biscuits, but he's very tall and skinny. Mm -hmm. We have a book treasure hunt and there was a chocolate with your book. We should have your book next. What a great idea. Oh, I love Absolutely. that idea. Yeah, chocolate that's great. And book treasure hunt. That's wonderful. Yes, so yes, it goes so well together. Yes, chocolate and reading, you, you can't you can't fault it. Well, as, as we said, there's an article in The Guardian, folks, that will just yes. uh, corroborate that indeed. Uh, Lorraine's <laughs> been on as well. Sounds a brilliant book that would appeal to lots of children and very relevant to their lives. We think so too, Lorraine. I love the satire and the adults would enjoy that, I think. I think you're right, absolutely. I, I, I forgot, I'm an adult and I enjoyed it. It's very hard to uh, forget that. Uh, did you <clears throat> send a draft to children to test read before it was submitted to the publishers and if so what was their reaction wow what a question there chris well, that, that is a very technical question yes well what i, I wrote it for my daughter so i had my own in-house uh, child to give me some feedback on it um i mean luckily she, she enjoyed it at least she said she enjoyed it um so yes uh, and it was after that that it I, I i sent it to a publisher it was um you know so it was it was pretty pretty soon after that because what what actually happened was there was an open day after the christmas that i gave this to my daughter um and this the chicken house had an open day for anybody who'd published or just written a book and I thought, well, I've just written this story. I'll send it in. And I, I wasn't really expecting much because I had just written it for my daughter. But they they enjoyed it. And six months later, I was signing a contract with, with a very famous publisher. So it, it was um, crazy how it all happened. But yes, it's all thanks to my daughter who read it first and, and give me the thumbs up on it. But that's a good question. Good measure. Really good measure as well. What else do we have there, Maria? Thank you. Now, Casey is asking you, Chris. Andre is asking if you ate chocolate when you were writing the story. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Oh, that's, that's giving away some of my secrets, though. But yes, when you're writing a, a, a story about chocolate or anything, you really have to investigate it, don't you? If you haven't described chocolate, you have to have a little bit of chocolate if you're describing it. So, um, so yes, mm. I, I did. I, I had to be adventurous. I did try eating lots of chocolate and, you know, just, just to get in the mood it's a good excuse isn't it mm. so you know i've always thought maybe maybe i could write another story about bacon sandwiches because i do love mm. bacon sandwiches so um <laughs> you know, write write about what you like and what you enjoy so um you know I, I, it seems like a, a good enough excuse always good to have an excuse for That's eating a, a sneaky bit of chocolate great idea now which kind of chocolate is it your chocolate of choice is it dark white oh, or milk Yes. Oh, it's it's a that's a trick because there's so many different types of chocolate, mm. isn't it? I mean, um, I, I do like the variety of chocolate, you know, because sometimes we're in the mood one day for one type of chocolate, then another day there's another different type, a bit of mint chocolate. I do love mm. mint arrow, for example. Oh yes, oh, yes you know. Um, but you know, I, I, you can't go wrong with it. Are we allowed to mention even these 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 names? But you know, yes. galaxy yes. and stuff. Mention yes, them. yes, okay, okay, yes. Even though we didn't get sponsorship no, today, no, no, Cadbury's, no, no. You can mention galaxy particularly because we didn't get sponsorship oh, from cadbury's oh, different well, I brand especially i especially love galaxy yes definitely yes yes um but but there's so much variety now isn't there you know so i, I think i chop and change from one day to another and sometimes i love a bit of crispiness inside mm. of you know chocolate you get cookies and stuff inside don't you mm. or sometimes you get soft stuff with caramel and everything so see i'm even just talking about this now i'm starting to get really really hungry you know and i'm, I'm not i'm not quite sure what kind of mood i'm in at the moment i mean i've even got some because i thought it was a special occasion you know it's very nice for me to be on the show so i got some so very fancy Ferrero Rocher, oh. just just in case the ambassador comes along as well. Yes, <laughs> very fancy. They don't come out very often. You so, might yes. have to go back to the shop because you've got three of those missing there. Oh, Chris. you noticed that? Yeah. Oh, you noticed that? <laughs> yes. While I was waiting beforehand. Yes. <laughs> Well spotted. That's really good. Thank you. Uh, Marceline, I hope I got that right, has been in contact as well. Uh, do you think chocolate will ever run out one day, Chris? 
Oh, well, well, when I was actually writing this, it was in the news. There was a bit of a chocolate crisis. Mm. And I mean, even on Watchdog, if you, you know, you know Watchdog for the BBC, it was actually mentioned on that. And I was a bit panicky. I even said to my publishers, maybe we should re release this earlier, just in case somebody else writes this story. But um, but look, it kind of died down and, and nothing really happened. But, um, but it was a bit of a worry. But mm. I think, I would like to think that, um, you know that there is these backups that people are aware that um, you know everybody does love chocolates you know but um, but it, it is a concern I have these environmental you know background and um, you know we've got to, we've got to balance everything out we can't just take everything for granted you know we've got to make sure that everything is sustainable and everything does work for everybody Absolutely. you know so you know I would hope that it never would run out but I think we've certainly got to make efforts that it that it doesn't Mm, interesting well, and we have seen some question. wow you're very, very good because we have seen some shortages of some products in some shops and not because they've i, I think there's a short we just they've just not been able to get them to the shop in yes. time because of the yes. um the communications between them and the, the supply chain breaking down so it's very interesting uh, maria what else do we have on the padlet there Thank you very much, Russell. So we have as well a beautiful picture here from Casey with some headphones and Reese's Big Cup. I've never had those before. No. Have you had them before? Oh, my wife loves them. No. I yes. think they have peanuts in it as Pe well. Yes, Is that a bit correct? peanutty. That's right. Very peanutty. Mm. That's bit like very a soft. Quite like racy, isn't it? Our listeners, they are just so posh sometimes. My goodness, <laughs> I love that. I absolutely love it. Casey, thank you so much. And Jasbeer, we love chocolate. Thanks, Jazz. That's really nice to, to hear from you as well. And there's one more. I'll come back to Marceline a little later on in the show. There's another uh, question there as well. Now, can we go to... I've got another question here. Jelly doesn't like rude people, particularly when she's shopping. And I wonder <laughs> if you've had this experience of bad manners, Chris. <laughs> um, well haven't we all i think uh yeah sometimes rude people do get up your nose a little bit don't they yeah i mean i used to work when i was one of my first jobs i used to work on a pick and mix counter in, in a shop that doesn't exist anymore and it wasn't just pick and mix for, for sweets um but it was it was things like flour and um currants and raisins and things and i oh i didn't i didn't like it some you know if they give me a bag of flour i'd have to wait and i'd say is this self-raising of or normal flour and they'd say well i don't know you work here and um you know it was well you know i'm just trying my best here you know so um so yes i think maybe a little bit of that's probably sneaked into that somewhere but i think you know there's no need to be rude as well and i think i think the point that you're talking about there was when she goes to the garibaldi shop and yeah. he's, he's trying to he's trying to sell chocolate and he isn't very nice nice to jelly you know he's yeah. a bit he's a bit snobby about his chocolate and there's there's just no need for that so i think i think jelly's quite right in in, in not taking any nonsense that's fair quite right too absolutely we're right behind you as our manners will open so many doors uh, for you yeah. uh, folks as well um, what else have you got there maria thank you very much russell now we would like to ask you did you do anything for the 7th of July World Chocolate Day. Right. Oh, I, I, I always do. I mean, it, 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 I'm contractually obliged to at least mention it on all social media. Yes. Um, I, th I think we've, I've, I mean, I've always got chocolate in the house. I do lots of, I do, you know, back in the day of visiting schools, but I do lots of um, virtual visits to schools and libraries and things like this. So I'm always, I've always got chocolate to wave around. I mean, I've got this big bar of dairy milk, which I've, which I've just noticed on the back. It's uh, used by, date is um september 2021 so i've got to eat oh. this by the yes. end of the month absolutely so it's, a, it's it's going to be a struggle but you know i'm going to have to i'm going to have to manage it you know but that's one of the downsides of the job is i've uh, always got chocolate mm -hmm. i've got to keep an eye on the sell by date you know so um so that'll be maybe my tea later on yes or so, you uh, could you could make a little uh, chocolate fondue little chocolate dipping ooh, with some oh, marshmallows oh, yeah very yeah, fancy yes yes yes, okay, yes. uh-huh <laughs> Just hide it in the yes. garden. He's hoarding, isn't he, Maria? He's actually stockpiling. <laughs> That's a stockpiling. Oh, there's always a secret supply of chocolate somewhere in people's houses. You know, you might know that there's one there. If you've got a sister or an auntie or something, there'll be one somewhere. But it'll be secret. But it'll be there somewhere. <laughs> now, the story is set in Chompton. I wonder where you got that word yes. from, because it's a lovely <laughs> word. It almost sounds delicious. Where's that come from, Chris? 
Well, it's it's one of those things. I love playing around with words. It's it's probably it's it's a word that I'll have spent days with with notebooks just scribbling down different kind of variations. You know, I probably would have thought about this for a long time. And and it, it's it's a town called Chompton on Delight. There's a river that runs through it called Delight. So, but I just you know Chompton on Delight. It just it it just sounded like a chocolate kind of a town. So um, it's 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 you know I, I like to think that the story is full of these play on words because I, I spent a lot of time having fun and because there's so much you can play around with with chocolate and the names of chocolates and the, the deliciousness and everything like that it's um it, it i probably spent far too much time you know when i was writing the story coming up with those names but i'm quite you know quite proud of them when you when you just get something that you think oh that's 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 mm. just about right but it, it it takes a bit of work sometimes but um but i'm glad i'm glad you you picked up on it and like it and that's that's you know it's, it's silly but it, it it adds to the whole story it's good it's I would move there. I would move there in a second. Chompton on delight. Sounds beautiful on an address. I've only just made the connection between the word delight. I I read it, Uh, but I didn't go delight. I mean, it's because you've spelled it differently. Uh, You spelled it as you would spell it, like delight, L-Y-T-E. And I had only just connected that. So well done. Thank you for that. It works on so many levels. Oh, yes. We love it. We love a good there. Maria, next question for you, whilst I grab another piece of chocolate. Yes, I'm really looking forward to asking you this question. Now... Garibaldi, Garibaldi oh. Chocolati. Now, Garibaldi is also a name of a biscuit. Why did you go with this name? Mm. Right. Oh, yes. I mean, uh, in an in a earlier version, I, there was a, another character just called Gary, um, and he was a. He, he became a bit of a, a cult leader of people who started worshiping chocolate. They all started going a bit crazy. But uh, but we decided. I wasn't sure if people would get the funny side of that really so so it, that was the start of this um character called gary i just thought it was a you know a good name um so i expanded it a little bit again adding this whole chocolate biscuit confectionery kind of feel to it and i thought well there's a Garibaldi biscuit so it it all fitted in I mean I tried to use there's lots of names of the streets as well that are, are sort of chocolatey or biscuity kind of related and um it was just a quite a, a grand name because sometimes when I'm reading books, I don't know about you, but when I'm reading books, if there's too many characters, I sometimes lose track of who's who. You know, Barry mm-hmm. says this or, or mm-hmm. Benjamin, and so I, I tried to make all the names quite distinctive so you would mm-hmm. know exactly who I was talking about straight away. So Gary or Garibaldi, it's a very distinctive name, and I thought a good name for a bit of a for a bit of a baddie as well. You know, he's yes. quite a pompous we call them in our house the squashed fly biscuits oh yes oh, oh right oh yeah. yes yes yeah. Okay. yes oh, and a lovely yes. moustache he's got a long moustache hasn't he yes yes it was good to do the baddie yes you had to do the whole real uh, dastardly baddie yes I enjoyed writing him oh yes that's lovely as well <laughs> Now, Marie, you're going to ask about the Guardian newspaper, I think, next. Yes, I, re- I really enjoyed reading that. I thought that was perfect. You know, <laughs> 10 reasons why you should eat chocolate while reading. Now, my particular favourite was reading a book in the sunshine. I know the sunshine is just, you know, going off a little bit. I've got a shaft of light coming here, but, you know, we're in September. But you state that reading a book in the sunshine is pure luxury, whether by a fancy pool or a far-off paradise in a back garden during a rare moment of that British summer. Now, eating dark chocolate, which is full of something called flavonols, can help protect the skin against sun damage. Now, we're not suggesting that there's a, no need to supply sunscreen, but a bar or two of chocolate in addition to a good factor 50 would seem sensible. Now, is this a chocolate fact that you advocate, Chris? Oh, yes, yes. I mean, when I was, um, you know, just researching, because I'm, I'm interested, I used to be a scientist, so I'm interested in things, and I, I found lots and lots of unusual chocolate facts, and, um, you know, it's, it's Again, just finding an excuse to, to enjoy chocolate, but uh, but yes, it was it was it was it was quite you know the funny writing right for the Guardian because I first I first I, I wrote this and suggested it, and we didn't think that they'd be very interesting because it very it was very tongue in cheek and it is a very you know fancy newspaper and all that. But I, I thought I'll go for it, I'll pitch it, and I'll see what they think. And and they did, and they printed it, and uh, and it got a quite a quite a big reaction from it, you know. So it was it was nice seeing a, a little bit of silliness tucked away and. and in, in something like that so um but yes i have found many many interesting chocolate facts as well if i can give you one quick one mm. as well that Absolutely. dark dark chocolate is actually good for your teeth 
So yeah, I mean, I mean, because it doesn't involve all the the, the milk and the sugar like other bottles of chocolate, you know, the milk chocolate and things. Chocolate mm. in its purest form is actually quite good for you, you know. And um, and people are often shocked by this, but it doesn't mean that tonight you can brush your teeth with some Nutella or anything like that tonight. It's dark chocolate, okay? But I don't want to get in any trouble from from <laughs> from parents saying my little Billy Bob went to sleep last night with a big oh. chocolatey grin, you know. So um, but but dark but dark chocolate is is you know good for your teeth it's quite bitter though isn't it but if you do enjoy dark chocolate you can maybe get away with eating a little bit more of it i think 80 percent or more is 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 a bit too strong for me what about you mm. russell oh no you're right but it is nice and i noticed mm. that um sorry to keep peddling good old cadbury's but i saw jason <laughs> donovan the other day because i was looking for the music for all of the adverts and stuff because it's a nice theme to go with and he's come up with this well he hasn't that obviously cadbury's have done this of a, a darker milk chocolate for the older member of uh of their uh of the public as well which i thought was really very interesting yes, so if you can yes. remember jason from the 80s you're going to like this chocolate so it's darker <laughs> than normal perhaps not the full um high uh, cocoa rich of the mm. um of the 80 percent there but probably approaching that as well so dark chocolate yes, yes i remember eating bourneville nice. a long long time ago uh, and it's really really quite bitter as well now folks there's still plenty of time to get your questions on the padlet we've got a couple of questions already uh, to come back to we've got plenty of time on the show and if we need to take a little longer, you're okay. You've not got anything booked. You've not got a chocolate eating festival at, at five or anything. I'm no fine. homework to do. Excellent. No, that's fine. So we might just uh, dribble over a little bit more because I'm thoroughly enjoying this. And I've I've got so much more to eat, folks. And I'm not going to be allowed <laughs> to eat it anywhere else except in the studio here as well. Uh, drop us a text line 078 600 if you'd like to con- uh, contact with us uh, there, folks. We are learnradiolive at gmail.com if you want to get in contact with us there. We'd love uh, to read a message from you or you can tweet us at learn radio live and here's our second music track of the show this is another great one this is from the cadbury chocolate advert in 2007 and i'm sure you will recognize it without any shadow of a doubt as well enjoy this is learnradio.net a radio station project created to reach educators and young people at home at school during the COVID crisis. Bringing you a broad range of cross-curricular topics, author readings and fun activities to fill your week. Our shows are free to air although we do have some premium content that's available for purchase. We have yoga breathing exercises and some poetry classes for sale. Visit our shop to find out more. You can also book us for an afternoon live radio show for your school or hire us for your care home to help connect residents and their families with a live show. LearnRadio.net is powered by Enderton Tiger, who also design and make radio stations for schools. Find out more about Russell's work at EndertonTiger.com. Maths in Motion is an online maths competition based on racing a virtual car around world-famous racing circuits, with regular competitions open to all ages throughout the year. Maths in Motion is a great way to generate excitement for STEM. Please visit our website to find out more, mathsinmotion.com. Now, hear this. Get into school radio for less. The Anderton Tiger Hub. AndertonTiger.com forward slash hub. Feel the power. You're listening to Maria and Russell. This is the After School Book Club on LearnRadio.net. Certainly it's folks, seven minutes to five. Where's the time gone? We're having so much fun. Phil Collins there in the air tonight. Absolutely love that. If you're enjoying uh, chatting with us, folks, just get on the show page there, learnradio.net forward slash the great choco plot, or click on the uh, book club button at the top of the page there as well. Now, Maria, we've got a couple of more posts there. Um, perhaps you could grab one for me. We do indeed. Thank you very much. Marceline says she's from the Reading Mini Club and she says that Casey could write a story about ice cream because that's her favourite and she could try out every flavour. And he, she asks, will you write another story soon, Chris? Ooh, right, right. Well, that's a, that's a great idea, Casey. I mean, yes, I think, um, you know, writing about what you love and investigating it and writing about ice cream, you know, yes. I mean, maybe you could write about the end of ice cream or a little bit of a twist on that or 
or just oh, you know i mean the imagination just boggles with the thought of ice cream doesn't it so yes i'm sure that would be a very popular story but um but yes i i am i am busy writing something at the moment i mean if, i have been busy writing a whole series of books as well I mentioned it very briefly earlier on but um there's a whole series of books called shinoi and the chaos crew yeah. um some short stories and also some graphic novels and there's also some non-fiction books as well with this as well but i've had so much fun writing these kind of short stories it's about a young boy whose favorite tv program is the is the chaos crew and he has an app on his phone again another another nod to contemporary uh, the world um and if when he presses this app it has a glitch and the chaos crew of the tv program come into his world and they go off and have all these crazy adventures so it was a, a lot of fun writing these kind of really kind of wacky stories so i'm hoping that these are going to find their way into schools across across the land as the schools open up and they're going all over the world as well so it's been great hearing feedback from uh, from lots of places so um so you know that's what i've been busy doing over the last um over the last year and a half really but uh, i am working on something now which will hopefully turn into another novel type book, um which i don't want to give too much away about but it's maybe it's about a young boy who discovers that his teacher's got a secret and it's a big secret and it's a good secret but it's quite an unusual secret but um so hopefully it's a you know again a silly there's a lot of sort of craziness that happens in it so um so hopefully that will turn into a real book at some point so i am very busy casey so thank you for asking no excellent oh, and wonderful. it's good yes indeed now andre thierry been on as well andre thinks you should find an underground shelter to hide <gasps> chocolate in case the shops right. run out that's really right. good well, that's, your, i don't know why it's your point. job chris to do that but it's a, it seems like a good idea to me <laughs> Yes. Well, well, if you read the book, you know, there, there might be something along those lines. Mm. You know, I don't, I'm not going to give too much away there. But but yes, that is a good idea. But yes, or, you know, we could all have our own underground bunker off. There's a shed at the end of the garden. Yes. You know, you maybe need a, a good sturdy box, you know, with your secret supply in there. So I think it's it's up to us all to keep those chocolate supplies uh, tucked away somewhere. I love yes, it. good idea. Love it. An Anderson shelter full of chocolate. Yes. How cool could that be as well? <laughs> Uh, Maria, our last comment there from Casey on the show page. Thank you, Russell. Casey says, they reckon that dark chocolate is beneficial for the heart, but she just adds, not 10 bars at a time. You've got to get that bit in there. But yes, it is, as I said, it's, it, it is much better for you. But like everything everything in moderation, you don't want to go crazy, then it spoils it. You know, I, I think one of the themes of, of Chocoplot is that, you know, if you just have a little bit of something, you value it, mm. that's so much more, you know, it becomes so much more special than just having lots and lots of something so yes that's that's a very important thing just having a little bit of something means you do enjoy it absolutely and russell we've done in the past mindful eating as well haven't we done one of the shows where you take a piece of chocolate and smell it and hold it and then savor it that was very good mindful eating mindful chocolate eating i do like that Mm, you'll find that on the show page folks you can uh, delve back in that just search on well search on chocolate and mindful eating Uh, that should bring that as uh, up there as well Uh, now marie you've got another question for chris Yes, I'd like to ask a little bit more about Jelly. Now, she is a determined young person. She's got a passion for what's right and what's wrong. Where did her character come from, Chris? Right. Oh, that is a that is a good question. I mean, when I was, I'd written a lot of stories and came up with a lot of stories that had my daughter as a as a character in there. You know, especially when you you kind of wake up and you woke up in the middle of the night and you, I would give her a story from my head, and my daughter would always be have a star and role in those stories. Um, so I'd written and we'd written lots of stories together where she was one of the characters. But I thought for this one, I didn't want her to be in this in in this story. So I thought, but I wanted somebody who'd be quite familiar. I thought almost a friend to my daughter, you know, but but it was only when I was reading it really afterwards that I, I, I realized just how much similarities there are with Jelly and my daughter. It's amazing just how, how natural those things mm-hmm. sneak in when you're writing things. You write from your own experiences or those descriptions kind of sneak in. So it wasn't my intention to, to end up with a character just like my daughter, but there's a, a lot of similarities in that, which I, I think has, has been a good thing. I mean, it hopefully makes Jelly seem like quite a, a real character and, and has those anxieties and worries that I think mm. some, some children do. 
I, I loved her name. It was just such a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful name. Loved every part of her. Now, Russell, we've got some wonderful learning resources available for colleagues. We too. have, and they're all on Chris's website. So thank you so much indeed for those. We've put a link to them, folks. If you go to the show page there, learnaradio.net forward slash the great Choco plot, uh, you'll find a link to the show page. And from there, there's uh, Chris's website and a link to his learning resources, which are absolutely great. You've got some real good classroom stuff there. Where'd you get the idea for that lot? Well, having a, a, a teacher as a wife helps a lot. Uh, she's a head teacher now of a primary school, so she, I mean, um, my wife did most of those. It's been very nice that other people from schools have, have, have added to the, the resources as well, have been good enough to share them. But it was it was when Chocoplot started getting used in schools um, as, as, as topic work, um, you know, not just as reading for pleasure at the end of the day, but I think lots of schools do do the Mayans and the Aztecs. Mm. Uh, some schools do do just food or some schools do chocolate as a topic so it it's it fits quite nicely in there so it's um it's it's been very nice seeing that lots of people have been using those resources and they have been done by somebody who knows what they're doing not just somebody like me who hasn't got a clue with anything like that but um so it's been lovely to have that kind of backup i've always had that support from my family it's it's been a quite a, a family venture this whole experience nice. so uh, very good yeah, so. no they're really good resources well done excellent some great great, great stuff in there folks do explore them and if you need to bring them to your teacher's attention do send that through to them because i think it's really really good we love them didn't we marie we thought they were great stuff oh, it's you. just it's, it's so, as a teacher myself it's so so valuable because you know you're you're looking for these wonderful ideas you know and and it would fit perfectly you know with the south american topic as well i was yes. thinking you know yes. for, for geography right. as well okay. now do you have any plans to go into libraries or schools you know in person or virtually this term Right, I've got a few things booked in. Um, nothing too much live at the moment. I think everybody's just treading a bit with caution, I think, at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, so we've had too many, you know, lots of cancellations. I'm sure it's been the same for everybody, hasn't it? So, yeah, so some, you know, virtual visits, which which I've enjoyed. It's, it never quite matches being there in mm -hmm. person, does it? But, um, but it's, it's, you know, it's still a good way of, of, of waving, you know, chocolate around and getting into the classrooms. And I think sometimes mm -hmm. it's nice for the for the classrooms and the children to kind of, you know, come into to my house as well. And I can pull books off shelves and I can talk about different things. And sometimes my my dog who isn't who isn't with with today but uh, he, he jumps up and joins us so it's a it's it can be quite a, a fun way of, of still doing that so yes i am i'm planning on doing that again those details are on on my website and i do very much enjoy um visiting schools either in real life or virtually it's been a real extra part of the job which i wasn't um expecting but i do i really really love it I mean, things have changed a lot in the last 18 months. You know, I remember asking authors, you know, just to send my class a video. But now, Russell, you know, with the magic of technology and Padlet, so many things are possible, aren't they? Oh, levels of interaction, which we could only have yeah. dreamt of before, which are really, really yeah. good. And uh, now on each of our shows, uh, Chris, we like to put some extra learning resources together so that our listener learners can go off and do some other stuff. And we kind of think we're adding uh, to the resources that we produce here as well. And it's really good. And Maria, we've Brilliant. produced some really good stuff here as well uh, what if our learner listeners are interested in investigating where could we point them yes thank you russell that you could investigate the different types of chocolate items from around the world and you could look at maths what are the different ratio of cocoa to sugar mm. and does this affect some taste or what about the shape you know of the chocolate and does this make a difference to how it melts in your mouth that meltability that'd be quite interesting Very so good. if you like investigation that's for you but what if you like inventing russell what well, would you do if you are an inventor folks you could invent a new type of chocolate what would you combine together to make a new variety we've already seen nuts in chocolate but what other things could you put in there as well and it could be the mm. new salted caramel you could mm. write it down look at the ingredients and then perhaps even have a go at making something now if you're great at communications what could we recommend yes russell we could create a new chocolate advertisement for radio and you could think about a new song or you could adapt an existing song with different words quite like that that sounds just mm. my uh, just my cup of tea i would say just my <laughs> bar of chocolate there now some of our listeners like collaborating with others what could they do russell well you could have a taster day together with your friends and family you could do some blind tasting wouldn't that be good you could actually investigate whether you could tell the difference now this is this is where the sponsorship would have come in handy wouldn't it is it galaxy or is it dairy milk 
milk. You could work that out. Can you tell the difference? Oh, great, but you could try and include chocolate mm -hmm. items you've never tried before. So perhaps some of that dark chocolate there as well. Think about items available from around the world. Do some cracking stuff there. Now, if you are ultimately uber creative, what could we recommend there, Maria? Well, you could create your own chocolate recipe, or could you add chocolate to savoury dishes Ooh. like spaghetti bolognese? I've done that before, Russell. <laughs> it wasn't too bad. It would just gave it that little bit of a, of a of a tangy taste. You know, what could you create? Mm. Something works well with chili as well. There's a lot of chili mm. with chocolate mm. in there as well. Really yeah. good. Now, if you're into thinking and philosophy, we love this topic as well. You could think about the fair trade chocolate items and why should the growers of cocoa get a fair price and you could investigate that and share that with your colleagues as well well some great resources there maria well done for putting that lot together just amazing chris we've thoroughly enjoyed yourself we're five minutes over uh, uh over time it's not the seven o'clock show i love that as well i'm still <laughs> laughing at that it's the five it's the four till five past five show uh, we absolutely loved you you've been incredibly oh, it's been good brilliant. it's brilliant. a lovely book i still don't know how Thank you've got you. away with the uh, the same purple <laughs> as as this i mean there's just something yummy about it and the pictures of the chocolate look at that uh uh, viewers on there just the chocolate it's just so yummy and uh, we've had so much fun with this as well uh today and we've played some great music and we've really enjoyed the show thank you so much indeed for joining us wish oh, you the very you. best my pleasure thank very you. best Take of care. luck with your Brilliant. the rest of your Brilliant. titles and everything and we're just absolutely grateful uh, and thank you very much uh, uh, thanks very much thank for you. listening folks we'll have this up for you to listen again to just in a few moments and uh if you'd like to show your appreciation you'll find our gofundme button at the bottom of our page and perhaps you could make a small donation just to show your thanks because we rely on your support to pay the costs of our broadcasting and maria and i haven't had any wages for ages and we'd love a few pence for you to go towards our running costs as well and maria what do we have for our learner listeners next week well, next week, if you're a big fan of the horrible histories, you will yes. want to tune in because we have the illustrator, Martin Brown, reading from his book, Nell and the Cave Bear. It's another gorgeous title, so tune in then. I know, it'd be really, really good. Don't forget, uh, well, join us at four o'clock next Wednesday for that title. Um, I'm yet to read it. I've got to do that uh, this week as well. Maria's already got that one under her belt. You like that one? That was good? Oh, it's beautiful. It was such a beautiful, beautiful story. Loved it so good. much. And we don't know Martin Brown, so we'll be meeting him and um, he, he's got quite a bit of a reputation so really looking forward to that brilliant illustrator and amazing title until then folks have a lovely week stay safe and enjoy your chocolate but in moderation a big thanks to Chris Callahan uh, for joining us today he was absolutely amazing love to you and your family and your uh, 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 your lovely head teacher that's put some great stuff uh, together so pay our compliments to, to her as well and thank you so much indeed until then folks it's a goodbye from her and it's goodbye from him That's the end of our live studio broadcast for the moment. Just before we put you back into our rolling program, please visit our website, learnradio.net, for all the live show details and please follow us on Twitter at Learn Radio Live. You can download any of our broadcasts as a podcast and subscribe to our feed so that you never miss another podcast. Just visit podcast.learnradio.net and subscribe using your favorite platform. We also videocast our shows. And you can watch them again by visiting our videocast menu at the top of our page or by going to learnradio.net forward slash videocast. Enjoy our full archive of learning materials completely free of charge any time of the day. Just visit learnradio.net. We're entirely self-funded and rely of your kind donations for support. Please give generously to support our project. Find our GoFundMe link at the bottom of the page. Thanks for listening to learnradio.net. Live radio for learning. <laughs>